0: CBS Radio presents "The Couple Next Door," written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunt.
3: much. What are you doing?
2: Nothing. I'm just sitting here by the window, looking at the moonlight on the lake, thinking how lucky I am. Such a nice new house. I'm kind of glad I'm not going to Europe after all. It's so lovely here.
3: Oh, now, honey, please don't make me feel so awful, will you?
2: Just so upset that I could have been so stupid. you wasn't
3: stupid exactly. It was just one of those things that anybody might have no, done.
2: No, I don't think anybody else would have done it. And I knew the rent was by the month, not the week. When I first told Mother about the trip and how you had to go in business, if I could go, I could go if I raised the money. She said, I'll rent the upstairs of the house and give you the money from that. And I knew she was renting it by the month for $30. How I could ever have multiplied by the week. And I knew it was by the month I and got I know, six but hundred.
3: berating yourself now won't help matters anyway.
2: Now to find myself with $500 less than I thought I'd have for the trip. supposed to sell July 31st. That's Two and a half weeks away, you can't blame me for feeling stupid.
3: I know, I know. You kept saying you had $1,600 all told, so I just assumed (laughs) that you knew that you had. Oh, gosh, honey, I wish I had the money to give you. No,
2: no, no, you mustn't feel that way. I've known myself to blame. I knew the agreement. Poor Aunt Effie. She won't be going now since I'm not. I know she's not sleeping. I heard her moving around in there.
3: Well, staying awake all night won't help matters. Now come on back to bed and try to get some sleep. Maybe we'll dream about some way to scare up the money. (laughs) Come on down.
0: Some people operate on the theory that recklessness is a kind of virtue compounded of equal parts of smartness, bravery, and supreme indifference to come what may. CBS radio says it takes a smart person to be cautious. Anyone can get himself run over by a car or tractor, just by not looking where he's going. It takes more than luck to survive today's everyday perils, menacing life, limb, and the pursuit of happiness. It takes dedication to the ideal of safety first. That applies whether one is home, in the city, away at the beach, or down on the farm. Next week is National Farm Safety Week. Every year, farm accidents bring death, injury, and loss of productivity to thousands of farm families. Any loss suffered by a farm family is suffered by each and every one of us. For much of our nation's well-being depends on the output of our farms. What is good for the farmer is good for all of us. People visiting or living on farms are urged, take next week to check your land and equipment for safety first. Come on now,
2: dear, eat some breakfast. Oh. Jackie, he, I haven't any appetite. I really haven't. Yeah. Bad enough to do myself out of a trip to Europe, but I know how much you've counted on it, too. Why don't you go anyway? Oh, no, no, no. No man wants his aunt taking along on a business trip. Besides, you'd be tied up during the days, and I wouldn't want to go sightseeing alone. Honestly, okay, we've talked of nothing else for I months. Know. Told everybody. That's going to be so embarrassing. Oh, and Ellen and Fred gave us that going-away party last Saturday. Everybody gave us presents. Well, we oh. just give them back, dear. Oh, dear, I feel so awful. Now, look here.
1: I will give you my money, dear, and you go. Oh. That
2: is out. No, no it's, it's sweet not. of you, but I wouldn't even oh, consider it. it. Morning, no, I wouldn't care. good morning, I just want.
3: Can somebody please open the screen door for me? Hurry up. I'm oh, going to put this in the car. What is it? Open the door, please. Oh, just, a second, just a second. Thank
2: you. Well, wow. He's certainly chipper this morning. What in the world's in that big box? Well, I wouldn't know, dear. What's in the box? Dear? Oh, something. What? Goodbye, darling. See you tonight. (laughs) Well, you haven't had breakfast yet. All
3: right, I'll grab some downtown. Oh, and listen, honey. uh, Don't tell anybody that you're not going to Europe because you are. (laughs) What? (laughs) Told you I'd dream up some solution, and I did.
2: Oh. Oh, wait a minute, dear? What is he talking about? There must be something in the box that he's selling. Well, he (laughs) hasn't anything to sell. Oh, well, never mind what he's got in mind. The point is, we're
1: going.
2: (laughs) I've got to hang up, Elmer. He just drove in. Oh, I haven't any idea what he did, but he said not to worry. So all day, Aunt Effie and I have been so excited all over again. He's here. He just drove in. Yes, I know, Aunt Effie. I saw him. yeah oh, Yes, yes. for having a special dinner to celebrate. Oh, right. <laughs> The apple pie is cooling and I'll put, i put candles on the table. All right. Oh, just a minute, Ellen. Aunt Effie, did you tell him to come in the front way so he doesn't see the dining room table? Yes. Yes, I yelled out at him. Oh, good. Oh, you should see the silly signs we put in on the table, Ellen. A big sign that says, Europe. Here we come. And then we took the castle out of the fishbowl and put a sign on it that says Windsor Castle. Oh so silly. And we tipped one of the candles and put a sign on it that says Leaning Tower of Pisa. Yes. Oh just to be silly, you know. Oh I I, I think heard him come in. Goodbye, Elmer. Here? Yeah. Oh Didn't Aunt Effie tell you to come in the front door, and he don't look at the table. It was to be a surprise. Oh, I know it's silly, but Aunt Effie and Husband. But you did there all day. What's the matter? that the same box you took away with you this morning? Yep. Well, what's the matter, dear?
3: Well, I can tell it very simply. My solution to your money problem just didn't work out, that's all. I, uh well, I was going to sell what's in the box, and well, it turned out to be not worth anything. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was so
2: Sure, What's I mean, What's in the
3: I, box? I... My stamp collection.
2: Your stamp collection? Yeah. Why, you started that when you were a little boy. You... And it meant so much to you. You were going to sell your stamp collection just so I could go to Europe? Oh, honey. Oh, darling. Well, I can't help it. I I,
3: I know how much this trip has meant to you, and... Oh,
2: darling, not if it meant sacrificing your stamp collection. I just don't know what to say. Knowing how much your stamp collection's always meant to you. Oh,
3: well, did you i sure have looked at it for years? Dear, that is
2: not true. That you would make such a sacrifice just for a trip to me. Why, you've always said that's the one thing we'd never part with. That your stamp collection was like money in the bank.
3: Yeah. You know what it's worth? Sixty dollars.
2: Sixty?
3: Sixty dollars.
2: Well, Why, I thought you thought it was worth more. I mean, you've always talked as though it were Well... No.
3: Look. I saved stamps from the time I was five years old, all through grade school and high school and college. I, I, I've got 15,000 stamps. i got 15,000. I know, I know, dear. All
2: those big books are yeah. very impressive. So, and they're worth
3: exactly $60, maybe 75 Who said so? I took it down to a stamp dealer today. I, I told him to look it over and see what he'd give me for it, and then I stopped back just before I came I home. I thought
2: you told me one time your collection was probably worth 5000 at least. I remember one time you said, well, if worst comes to worst." There's Bobby's college tuition.
3: Yeah, I thought I wouldn't even buy him a suit for going away.
2: How could you think it would be worth so much more than it is, darling?
3: Well, stamps change in value. Besides that, I, uh, I never knew how much any of them originally cost. People gave them to me. Some years they'd be worth more than others. After I began getting so darn many, I never actually sat down and figured out their value. I just, I just thought that after all this time... Oh, uh-huh, sure. They, oh, well, uh-huh. why go on about it? I... Oh, I'm sorry, darling.
2: Oh, well, I'm sorry for you. It must be a terrible disappointment.
3: When this guy said $60, I tell you, I, I was so darn mad, I, I I just grabbed my collection and I walked out mad and disappointed. I could hardly bear to come home and face her after tearing off this morning so sure that I...
2: Honey, the thought that you were willing to even part with your stamp collection just for me is... That's even nicer than a trip to Europe. Oh, darling, don't look like that. Come here. Put your arms around me. Is
1: anybody
2: getting the phone? Yes. Yes, I will, Aunt
3: No, I no, no. I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it. you you better break the bad news to Andrew. Hello? Yes? Oh, honestly, yes, it is.
2: Dorothy can look right in and see the table. Oh. It doesn't matter, Aunt Effie. He does see it. In fact, I... What? I... Well,
3: I... what do you mean?
2: I think we better take away our silly signs on the dining room table. Oh, we're not Yes. Well, we're not going... After well, ho- ho- the hold movie. on just a minute.
3: It's what the it? dealer. What? He's suddenly offering me more
2: money.
0: We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. Sunday's CBS Radio brings solid listening entertainment to millions of fans of adventure, mystery, and Western drama. In addition to fast-moving adventures from the files of yours truly, Johnny Dollar, there's chilling drama on suspense and outstanding tales of the Old West on Have Gun, Will Travel, and Gunsmoke. Radio's theater of thrills, Suspense, roams far and wide to bring you high-tension drama, yarns definitely not recommended with a faint of heart. Have Gun, Will Travel chronicles the action-filled junkets of pistol-packing ex-army officer Paladin. And every Sunday on CBS Radio, you can follow the course of U.S. Marshal Nat Dillon's gunsmoke battle with the hard-dying forces of lawlessness. Make it a point to be at your radio each Sunday for this quartet of first-rate dramas. Johnny Dollar, Suspense, Have Gun, Will Travel, and Gunsmoke over most of these same stations. Remember, the very finest music and variety programs, news and commentary, and dramatic entertainments are all part of the different sound that comes of the sound difference in CBS Radio.
3: The point is, why does this stamp dealer only offer me $60 and then call me up and offer me 250
1: Well, I would certainly yeah. grab it. You mean somebody's willing to pay you $250 for those messy old stamps you used to save? Well, I remember when he was a little boy. And, Effie, Nello, he please. He'd drive I... us crazy running around ripping stamps off our mail. You remember the time you rifled your grandmother's desk ripping stamps off the letters she got from your Uncle George? Goodness, Mother was so mad she had them all tied up, you know, with a
2: blue ribbon and put Uncle George? Off. Hey, uh-huh. wait a minute.
3: Uh-huh. You know, he traveled all over the world. I bet some of the stamps from his letters are now worth something.
2: Which ones?
3: Oh, well, golly, I don't know. It's been so darn long since I paid much attention to my stamp collecting. But you know, if this dealer suddenly offers me more money, it stands to reason he saw something in my collection that he wants.
2: Uh-huh. He called you up and offered you $250. I think it stands to reason it's worth more. I'm surprised he didn't realize you'd get suspicious. Well, he...
3: Probably did. He also knows that I haven't got time to sit down with a catalog and check the current market price of 15,000 stamps.
1: I wouldn't worry about it. If he's willing to give you 250 for those perfectly useless stamps, goodness. I've always thought stamp collecting was the most idiotic hobby.
3: Yeah, well, it may be an idiotic hobby that gets you two to Europe.
2: Oh, honey, I wouldn't feel right taking money you get from your stamp collection. What? It meant so much; I'd feel terrible. No, I wouldn't Look, take it. No, I no. want you to no. go to Europe.
3: That means more to me.
2: Honey, I couldn't. I wouldn't feel right. No, no, and no, no. No, for no, no, goodness there. sake, sell your stamps and get the money. The boat sails July thirty first. That's only seventeen days. Oh. Well, oh, we'll never
3: make it. Look, I'll call we'll a it, stamp all. expert tonight, an appraiser, and we should know by tomorrow.
2: Can't be just 17 days before 17 the... 17 days! <laughs>
0: The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton and is produced by Walter